You are listening to Fantasy Movie League's Pause and Play Podcast. Hey, we are back for episode three of Pause and Play, the Fantasy Movie League podcast dedicated to movies, obscure pop culture references, and the occasional Fantasy Movie League discussion. My name is Alec Bloom, and I will be your host. If you happen to have stumbled upon this podcast by accident and are unfamiliar with Fantasy Movie League, it's pretty simple, really. Fantasy Movie League is fantasy sports for movies. You can head to fantasymovieleague.com and sign up for free. The rules are fairly straightforward. But if you're looking for a little extra help, head over to the message boards known as the Chatter and seek out helpful players, such as today's guests, who we'll meet right now. Personally, I love the smell of cinnamon rolls in the morning. Our first guest, however, prefers something a little more flammable. Ladies and gentlemen, he's currently ranked 24th overall and goes by the Cineplex name, Smell of Napalm. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Not much. Just ready to get going. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Up next is a guy who started playing Fantasy Movie League only this past summer, yet finished fourth overall this past fall. Some would call him a quick study. I call him Garbera Redemption. What's going on? What's up, Alec? I'm happy to be on your other podcast. That's so special. <laughs> That's right. You're two. Nobody for... else can claim that. No. Very so, good, man. Yes. You guys got a lot to live up to. Come on. Man. <laughs> well, thanks for being on. I really appreciate no it. Problem. Thank I, you. I guess again for the second one. So thank you. Man. Yeah. Uh, finally, a guy who claims to be sponsored by MeUndies. He's he's not, though. Mr. Dave. What's going on, Dave? How's it going, everybody? It's going fantastic. Thanks for being on, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks for having me. As a reminder, we will have two rounds of questions and topics, wherein points, yes, points in air quotes, will be <laughs> awarded, but they do not necessarily mean anything. I don't, I'm ready to get started, you guys. Let's do it. Let's yep. do it. Always. All right. All right, let's get started. To get to know an FMLer. Guys, we have some uniquely iconic slash borderline iconic characters hitting the theaters this weekend with John Wick, Batman in Lego form, and the adorable couple of Christian Grey and Anastasia Steele, who I hear are quite popular. <laughs> uh, aside from all of them, uh, because I know no matter how hard you try to convince me, none of you are like Batman. I want you guys to name a movie character that best sums up your personality and why you feel they best represent you as a person. Quick note for you, Mr. Dave, the Devil's Wear Prada. You can't pick any characters from that. So let's actually start with you, Dave. Well, uh, it's, it's a bit unfair that I can't <laughs> use a character from there because uh, that really limits my choices in movies I've seen. So I'll have to go with uh, Neville Longbottom. He is tragically under the radar for the entire series and pretty much simply used for comic relief. Um, but in the end, he does turn out to be the hero that everybody needed and deserved. Turns out to be the hero and turns out to have quite the uh, six-pack of abs there, too, from what I've uh, been seeing on, a, on, on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not quite to the end of the series, yeah. I'll have that. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Garbera, what about you? I know, uh, I know this was your favorite question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to think about it a little bit, but uh, I settled on uh, Scotty Smalls from The Sandlot. I uh, was definitely a nerdy kid growing up. I loved the science, and I was super uh, 
polite and he always says thank you in the movie even when he's trying to ask to play catch and then of course i grew up playing baseball so uh uh, he was my favorite even though everybody loved benny the jet it was all about (laughs) smalls man smalls love scotty Smalls. so that's what that's the character i like i love it you're killing it smalls you get a point already greg good job right on all right napalm what about you uh, I want to say uh, Mark Borchardt from uh, American Movie, simply for fear of working far too long on personal film projects. Uh, though, because I'm not Mr. Dave, I'm going to say Andy from Devil Wars Prada. <laughs> Bam! Yes! And double points for Napalm. <laughs> this is already rigged. <laughs> Mr. Dave, you get an A for effort. But an A for effort on pause and play is actually negative one point, so uh, sorry about that. All right, guys, let's move on to question number two. Question two. They logically adapted the fun, family-friendly Batman into a Lego movie, but what if they stopped being friendly and started getting real by adapting Academy Award-nominated films into moving brickshers? You get, you get it, Dave? It's kind of like moving pr- pictures, but it's, it's bricks. Yeah, it's a good it's one. Lego. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so the question for you guys, <laughs> what Oscar-nominated film would you like to see Legoized? Again, The Devil Wears Prada is not eligible for this question. Gerber, let's start with you this time. Who wouldn't love to see a bloody Tarantino movie Lego form? Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Come on, man. Car scene with the... Uh, with Jules and Vinci, Vinny, where he shoots Marvin in the face, one of the best scenes in the movie, Lego Lego form. I mean, it's got to be awesome. <laughs> Any Lego Tarantino flick would be something. I, I don't know how they would do, it like would especially be. like in Kill Bill, like with the the spurting blood. That yeah, that would be something absolutely. to see in Lego. Form. It'd be disturbing. So, and it, we just need some Lego blood. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be the first rated R Lego movie, but you know, Man, I'd watch it. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Napalm, what are your thoughts? Uh, first, not a movie, but Stranger Things, simply so someone can say, Lego may I go? <laughs> and that's it. Uh, and then... <laughs> I didn't realize the uh, puck zone was here. <laughs> My uh, Oscar pick will be Hustle and Flow, to remind everybody that 3-6 Mafia does in fact have an Oscar. <laughs> And uh, just to have Lego versions of a bunch of rappers would be great. <laughs> I could go for that. Well done. Mr. Dave, do I need, again. Do I need to remind you again about the uh, the rules of this? No, no. no, I know exactly how unfair these rules are, <laughs> and uh, that's okay. Um, I was trying to find the perfect uh, Brickshire, moving Brickshire movie, but uh, I think the obvious choice here would be the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Mm. For one, Hollywood really needs more trilogies, I think. <laughs> Um, so be sure to make a ton of money. Um, plus, I mean, just that scenery and all those epic fight battle scenes in just Lego form would be amazing. And when you say trilogy, you mean actually like four movies, correct? You mean splitting up the last movie into two parts. That's what you if mean If we by... can split Return of the King into two, I think it'd be best. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit fast paced, so maybe just draw it out a bit. Fair enough. Make some more money. But don't you think you already get that with the, the Lego Lord of the Rings game? You can go play it and see what it looks like as it is. I tried to stay away from Lego games as it was, so... I can't I can't get enough to feed my Lego Lord of the Rings addiction, <laughs> I think. That's that's fair enough. You need three movies. It, yeah, and then maybe some Hobbit ones after that. You know, why not? It kind of feels like that should already exist, though, like a Lego Lord of the Rings movie, doesn't it? I mean... You would think. I mean, pretty much any of the ones they made into games, Video games. turn into a movie. 
Um, the, the video game catalog is pretty huge when it comes to Lego movies. Yeah, Lego, there's Lego some, games. I'm sorry. Then they're they're a lot more in depth than I would have thought on the surface. And once I start playing them, I have a, I have a real problem. I'm an achievement collector in games. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. So I have to 100. percent Yeah, I have a real problem. I 100 percented um, Lego Marvel. That was a lot. So of did fun. I. And it, the one that took me forever. There was like a Not year a gap lie. or two year gap because I only had one controller and the one achievement you need two controllers for. So I had to wait until I you know had a second controller to complete it. <laughs> stupid, stupid game. How do you all know so much about uh, Lego video games? My knowledge is sorely lacking. <laughs> well, Na- Na- we need to get on that. They're great. <laughs> well, Napalm, don't worry, because you earned extra points for not uh, 100% achieving in Lego Marvel. <laughs> I just 100% achieve in pause and play. Oh, I, w- I wish the audience could uh. see Mr. Dave's expressions right now. He is absolutely <laughs> losing it. Poor, poor this is what I do every time I'm not on webcam when we do a PMP. <laughs> I'm losing my mind at all the points that are getting taken away from me. Hey, I don't blame you. <laughs> Well, well done. Like I said, uh, double points for a napalm and a one point each for a. Uh, well, I'll throw you some pity points for you guys for achieving one hundred percent status. So in the, uh, right, yeah. the, uh, the Lego Marvel. I knew those digital achievements would get me something in life, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> well, guys, speaking of Lego, January twentieth through February nineteenth, it's Loot Crate Month. On a quest for epic gear, housewares, and collectibles this holiday season, Loot Crate offers an epic range of pop culture items for less than twenty dollars a month. Whether you're shopping for the geek in your life, or if you are that geek, Loot Crate is the best surprise you know is coming. Every month there's a different theme and new exclusive items you can only get with Loot Crate. Treat yourself every month or give the gift of geeking out to a friend or loved one. Roll up your sleeves and get ready to celebrate some of pop culture's most put-together franchises. February's hands-on theme is Build, and features Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Batman, Lego, Dimensions, and Tetris. And as always, our monthly t-shirt and pin. You have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, that's it. It's over. Make sure to head to www.lootcrate.com FML and enter code FML to save 10% off any new subscription today. Guys, I expect you all to get your Loot Crate subscription. If not, you all lose points. Let's move on. Question number three. John Wick star Keanu Reeves is usually not considered one of the greats of his profession, and his expressionless approach to many of his roles has routinely routinely been the butt of many a joke. However, the dude has been in some really cool flicks. For example, the aforementioned John Wick. So, to blatantly steal from my boy Ryan Rossillo of ESPN Radio, is Keanu Reeves overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Oh, Napalm, let's start with you. I'm going to say Reeves is the most highly underrated of all highly overrated actors, which I think means he's just properly rated. I was waiting for you to defend him right there. Yeah, yeah, I was was really disappointed. I thought you ah, you got my hopes up there, man. I'm all about the build-up. And any reason as to why? Johnny Utah. (laughs) Sad Keanu meme. That's all you need. (laughs) A man of few words about a man of few words. Mr. Dave, what are your thoughts on my boy Keanu? Well, <laughs> shockingly, I haven't seen many of his movies, which may come as a surprise. Yeah, yeah he, he was um, not in the Devil Wars. He, was not, he, pro- he probably would have brought the movie down, so maybe it was for the best. Um, I guess he's properly rated just because half of the people think he's overrated and half the people think he's underrated. So I guess it balances out to where he's pretty properly rated. 
Um, I mean, I was too young to appreciate his career blowing up in the 80s. Well, I wasn't alive in the 80s. Um, in the 90s, I was still a young lad. And the first movie I remember him being in was The Matrix, which was honestly really overrated. Um, Ooh. Oh. Yeah. The, the entire oh. movie or, or him? The whole movie, really. I mean, the whole movie. I was pretty young. The first Matrix? Yeah, I mean, I guess I was pretty young, too. But, you know. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of Dolce and Cabana in that no, movie. No, fashion, so not fashion forward at all. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he's just kind of there for me. Like, he's good in some, awful in some, but he's just, he's whatever. He's a guy. <laughs> he's a guy doing his thing. Fair enough. Gabera? Uh, I struggled between saying overrated and properly. I'm kind of in between because I, I don't rush to see his movies. I'm not, I've never been the biggest fan of him, but you can't deny that he's done some pretty quality roles. I mean, obviously Neo, but I enjoyed him in like Speed and, and other f- films, but there's so many movies that he's in that I don't even care to see. So it's, it, I'm kind of in between. He's not the greatest, but every now and then he nails something. So when he does, it's really good or it's really, really bad. <laughs> so there's no in-between with him. So I'll say properly, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that's fair. Cause I think you guys are right. I think uh, either people, they really praise him probably overly. So, or they're like, oh, he's like the worst actor in the world. He's absolutely awful, and I think that's unfair. So yeah, well, I, he I, does this. He does these great action movies, and then he tries to do it like a love story. And he's like, dude, you don't have the face for a love story. Like, <laughs> you're almost as bad as Kristen Stewart. Come on now. Like, yeah, that lack hey, of expression. She's also you. properly rated. Well, <laughs> you said Kristen Stewart was what? She's also properly rated. <laughs> so leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, Keanu. Uh, yeah, especially his dramatic turns, like uh, the lake house and yeah. Do you guys remember the Dave? I know you didn't see it, but Bram Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. He was in that movie, and it's he it, was. it's. I mean, it's like Paul Walker bad. It, it's it's. Oh, <laughs> Paul Walker. Bad. Sorry, R.I.P. R. Paul Walker. Oh, too soon, man. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I, I think it's properly soon. Uh, yeah, so I, I can understand. <laughs> But I don't know. I thought John Wick is cool. I thought The Matrix was cool. But like you said, I, I should probably rewatch. I will Matrix, never actually. Now that I'm, you know, not twelve, and I might be <laughs> a little more. And John Wick, yeah, they make they make. Out. I don't like action movies, so. I think where he's underrated is he does more of his stunts than people realize. He's so yeah. He has. I don't know if he if he necessarily has eidetic memory, but he has something similar to it where yeah, they, they can just show him once the scenes, and, that, and that's why in these it. movies, like he can do these long played out action or the fight scenes because right. he can he can nail all the moves continuously, and uh, which I think really helps in his in any action movie that they're not all chopped up and um, absolutely edited together pretty hard. So hmm. um, that's awesome. I'm changing my vote to underrated. <laughs> I'd like to change my vote to overrated just because. No, it's too late. Too late. You can't change anything. (laughs) All right, guys. Let's move on to the next one. Dave, you're doing well. Thank you. Last question of this round. The R-rated Guilty Pleasure sequel of the X-rated themed Fifty Shades franchise hits theaters this weekend. And while it won't make the buku bucks of the first film, Fifty Shades Darker will still manage to bring in some serious coin. So this tells me that people have seen the original movie and will see this one, despite everyone I've ever encountered emphatically denying that they have or will see this one. It's because you're all a bunch of liars. So, guys, have you ever lied about seeing a movie? If so, what movie? Why? And is it okay to lie about seeing a film? Mr. Dave, let's start this one off with you. I actually spent a, a good amount of time trying to find a movie I've lied about seeing, but I can't find any 
and that's I have no shame. Like you're asking the guy who has enthusiastically said, "I've seen the Devil Wears Prada over ten times now," and every time it comes on TBS, I will sit. I'll drop everything I'm doing and watch it. <laughs> so there is no shame in what I have seen. The only shame I might have is admitting movies I haven't seen, just Which... because any movie someone brings up, oh, I haven't seen that, and then I just get crucified. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Yeah, I just, but no, shame movies I have seen, absolutely no shame. And, and rightfully so for you being crucified for the movies you haven't seen. But That's right. I only haven't seen, you know, Andy Indiana Jones movies, any of the Godfather movie, you know, just a whole list. Pretty much like, every, pretty much, yeah, pretty much every you haven't seen that, you haven't seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it would take like a hundred seasons of, you haven't, of uh, your podcast for me to get through movies I haven't seen. <laughs> well, that's what we made it for, just for you, Dave. Oh, thank you. Uh, Gerbera. I am the same way. I will, uh. I have no problem telling you what I've seen. Um, if it if it interests me, I'll see it. I have a wife. I get dragged to some movies I don't want to see, like Fifty Shades of Grey. Hey, it's how it goes. But uh, when I got to film school, there was a lot of movies that I haven't seen that people wanted to hound you on. Um, so there was a I I did have to tell people that I saw Blade Runner, even though I haven't actually seen it, <laughs> and I do now that there's a sequel coming out. But uh, I don't. I mean, I don't lie about movies. I'll go. I'll go watch whatever. <laughs> if it interests me, I'll go see it. In, in in retrospect, that may have been a better question. Admittedly, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back around to that with the other guys. Uh, uh, so, Greg, you admitted Blade Runner. You did lie about that. I did. Uh, you get a point for honesty, but negative two points for not seeing Blade Runner. I know. <laughs> it's, Na- it's a big, it's a big no no. <laughs> Napalm. What about you? Uh, I think I lie all the time about it. <laughs> I think there's I think there's too many to name. <laughs> Uh, but I feel like I read a lot about movies, so I can usually fake my way around it and know just enough to pretend like I do. And I think in my friend group, I'm like the movie guy, so I got a reputation to back up. Uh, but I've never seen Devil Wears Prada, I'll admit it right now. Liar. Liar. <laughs> right, we're, after we're, this po- <laughs> right after this podcast, you need to watch the Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> it will change your life. <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll let you decide, but probably for the better. I can't wait. So, so Napalm, you're saying that uh, your movies that you haven't seen, you, you would lie about those because you're the movie guy and you need to uphold your reputation. Yeah, I'll, I'll pretend like I have seen them. Dave, what about you? I, I guess not because you you admitted to not seeing anything. So, <laughs> unless yeah, I mean, unless you're you're going to break the major story here that you haven't seen the Devil's Word Devil Wears Prada, then that'd be a heck of a twist. <laughs> that would it? be a yeah, I just lied about all that. Um, <laughs> That would be some like M Night Shyamalan level, like good M Night Shyamalan level uh, twist. But no, mm. um, I, I don't think I've ever lied about not seeing something. The only thing that could kind of be considered a lie. There are movies where I've seen like seven minutes of it, and I'll just be like, oh yeah, like I saw that, <laughs> but I just know what happens in it. But I've only seen a few minutes of it, um, so that happens quite a bit. But yeah, I mean nothing I. I haven't seen just blatantly lied to said I would. I say I'll watch them eventually, but, but there's you, too much you're lying. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no chance. Fair enough. All right, gentlemen. Well done on the first round. Let's head to round two. Round two will act as a lightning round of sorts, with our guests delivering rapid fire responses to my questions. And as always, we're pretty loose with the meaning of the word rapid. Guys, let's get started. Napalm. Start with you first. Over or under? 50 million opening weekend for 50 Shades Darker. Over or under? Just a shade under 50. 
<laughs> well done. Yeah. Bastard. <laughs> Garbera. It's uh, just under 50 for me as well. You mean like a shade under? Uh, a few shades under. <laughs> oh, a few. Mr. Dave. Um, uh, I just think the market is really starving for a good BDSM movie. So I say it uh, goes a little over. Yeah, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Where does Will Arnett's Batman rank all time of the actors who have played or voiced the Dark Knight? Garbera. So I can't account for any of the animated movies, Batman movies, but uh, he ranks third for me. I love me some Michael Keaton and Christian Bale. Is, is Keaton, is Keaton uh, number one? Christian Bale number one, okay. but Keaton was the first Batman I watched, and it was it, him and Jack Nicholson were great. Um, and then I, I, but I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan, so I think Bale's always gonna be number one. But uh, yeah. he was a scene stealer in Lego Batman or Lego movie Batman was, so yeah. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, one hundred percent third. And uh, real quick on Keaton, I think he's the only one that I'm aware of that actually smiled in the bat suit. I saw that I saw that Batman uh, Batman eighty nine not too long ago, and like he's smiling yeah. when criminals are talking to him. That's that's really cool. I, I want more smiling yeah. out of Batman. That's I gotta rewatch it. It's been a little while, but I, I think Val Kilmer smiles. That doesn't count. <laughs> uh, Dave, um, I also haven't seen any of the animated stuff, uh, and he slots at number three for me as well, uh, behind Bale and Keaton. But I will put Keaton at number one, hmm. just because. I mean, Bale is my favorite Batman. But I think Keaton is a better Batman, if that makes any sense. Um, no. <laughs> okay, it doesn't need to make sense. Greg just deducted a point from Mr. <laughs> don't, don't point out flaws in my logic. Um, I should say, I think the Bale movies are better, but Keaton was the better Batman. Okay. All yeah, right, yeah Greg, Greg's fine with it, so. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Napop, what about you? I also put him at third, behind Bale and West. Oh, oh. throwing the West in there. C- wow, Come at me, Keaton fans. <laughs> Uh, and I'll go Clooney fifth. Oh, oh, oh okay. okay. With the, with hey, the Tom, nipples on the You're not, you're not moving on to the pause and switch challenge. <laughs> it's okay. And it's In okay. It's opinion. not. It's not Clooney's fault. That movie. That movie was was pretty garbage. And I mean, it's kind of Clooney's fault too, though. Yeah, kinda, <laughs> you didn't it, help it. It was kind of Clooney's fault. Shatner would have done a better job than Clooney. All right, moving on. <laughs> Number three. Uh, who hasn't? Mr. Dave, you're going to start this one. Sweet. Give me a quick plot summary of the upcoming moving Brickshire, The Devil Wears Legos. This is just perfect. So, this could easily just be an exact replica, exact replica of The Devil Wears Prada and still be considered a perfect movie. But I think they should take it a different way and make it a prequel telling the rise of Miranda Priestly to power. And how she also started out as an innocent young woman who got that taste for power and fame and just never let it go, no matter the cost. <laughs> you mean a prequel how she built her fashion empire? Well, yeah, basically. Oh, okay. I, see, <laughs> I was too slow to pick up the time, uh-huh. and I don't like it anymore. <sighs> oh, wow. Napalm. Uh, Devil Wears Legos. A smart but sensible new demon lands a job as the fashion consultant to the devil himself. And unable to appease uh, Lucifer with a normal attire, he soon learns that with some imagination and a few Legos, anything is possible. <laughs> Professionally well done there. Garbera, what about you? Uh, I hated this question. <laughs> uh, Mar- Miranda is all but washed up and she needs something new to keep her career going and no one's the best. So she starts making women's fashion accessories out of Legos. <laughs> you know, sells them for high price, reclaims her spot in the top of the fashion world. 
I would absolutely buy those outfits. Yeah. <laughs> Even if they're not for me, I'd buy them. <laughs> I'm sure you would. You All just right. need to see it a few more times, Greg, and then you'll love that question. Just watch it like seven or ten more times, and you'll be well, on board. You were losing and... points by the second, David. Come on. <laughs> you, were, you were polluting not, not, not only your, your co-stars on the Pause and Play podcast, but the listeners of Pause and Play. You're polluting their ears. As long as one person out there understands what I'm saying and connects with me. As long as you change one person's life, no matter yeah. if it's for better or worse. Exactly. You've done your job. I will have an effect one way. Love it. All right, guys. Now, some actual multiple choice questions. Let's go. Film critic Christopher Smith said this. In the film, John says he compares himself to the fine pressing of a coin. It's a sad state of affairs when you have to compare yourself to a collectible coin to express your individuality. Which movie, which John movie, was Mr. Smith talking about? A, John Wick. B, John Wick, Chapter 2. C, Dear John. D, John Tucker Must Die. Mr. Dave. I'm going to go B. Gabera? I'm going to go, I'll go A, the original John Wick. Napalm. First John Wick, not original. Napalm, I'll I'll go C. Napalm, you would be correct. It is uh-huh. Dear John. What? Channing Tatum, Magic Mike himself. How dare whoever wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. A slick but flimsy knockoff, almost as superficial as the industry it pretends to dress down, is in reference to which movie about a wealthy, costumed narcissist? The Lego Batman movie, <laughs> Batman vs. <versus laughs> Superman, Batman Begins, Batman and Robin. Oh... Gabera, let's start with you. Uh, we'll go with A. A, Lego Batman movie. Napalm? D. D, Batman and Robin. Mr. Dave? I'll be honest, I forget most of the options. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go B. B, Batman versus Superman. Uh, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, we were actually looking for the Devil Wears Prada. I knew uh, it. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. That's the Devil Wears Prada. That's what I was thinking, too. And I was like, oh. <laughs> that's the uh, same. Yeah. Again, if someone could see my face when you started reading that question, I was disgusted. <laughs> yeah, looking well. at my camera. <clears throat> Let's try, guys. Third and final. This one's a true-false. And, guys, do I need to explain true-false? Do you get the, the rules? Of, you get it? Okay. Can I just do, like, a comment, like the TF, so I can get credit? <laughs> like in you school? absolutely cannot. All right. True or false? Fantasy Movie League recap author Phil's Fun Flicks once confessed to me that Fifty Shades of Grey, the book, was way better than the movie. True or false? Uh, Napalm, let's start with you. It's a tough one. (laughs) True. Mr. Dave. I want this to be true so badly, but I have to go false. Gerbera? He's saying that the book was better than the movie? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go with true. Uh, that's false. He's never said that to me. However, it may not be false because fairly certain, I'm fairly certain Phil has seen that. And if he hasn't, he is a liar. He has seen Fifty Shades of Grey. I choose to believe it's true. (laughs) As we all. (laughs) All right, guys. That is the end of round two, which means one of you will be eliminated while the other two face off in the Pause and Sway Challenge. The winner of that will be awarded their very own soapbox from which to rant about whatever they like, as long as it is movie related. So, I have to eliminate one of you guys. I know I have taken away a lot of points from Mr. Dave, but I didn't actually write any of them down. Because Napalm has more points on this tally sheet, he is going to be eliminated. (laughs) So, moving on will be Mr. Dave and Garbera Redemption. Trust the process. (laughs) And and Smell of Napalm will never be on this podcast again because 
he will refuse refuse every invitation. All right, guys, let's move on to the Pause and Sway Challenge. <laughs> It's now time for the Pause and Sway Challenge. This week's topic is Dilemma. Guys, I'm a single guy with a $50 MovieTickets.com gift card burning a hole in my cyber wallet. The new Lego Batman flick looks pretty cool to me. However, I have no one to go with this weekend. Being as I'm a grown man in my 30s, maybe I should wait until it's out on video and not go to a kid's movie by myself. That's where I need your help. So what do I do? See the Lego flick or settle for the John Wick? Gerbera, what should I do, man? Uh, first of all, Alec, you don't uh, strike me as somebody who cares what people think you can watch. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, everybody knows that any good animated movie nowadays appeals to both children and adults. There's going to be a fair amount of adult humor in it, so you're going to enjoy it. I expect it to be better than the Lego movie, so um, and a lot of people are going to see it. So I say go watch it. Go enjoy yourself. Have a laugh. And you know what? If you can't buy two movie tickets with a $50 movie card and go see John Wick as well, then there's a bigger problem. <laughs> go check it out. It's gonna be. It looks like it's going to be really good. Fair enough. Mr. Dave, what about you? <clears throat> I recently went to the movies by myself for the first time to see Split, and I have to say it's a liberating experience. So no matter what, you have to go. But if the Lego Batman movie is what you really want to see, I say just go for it. But you have to play it out correctly. So nobody's like suspicious of you being there. So just wear a hoodie with the hood up and some dark aviator sunglasses and just make sure you're the first one to arrive. That way nobody recognizes you and no one wonders what you're doing at the movie by yourself. And then sit directly in the middle of the movie theater. And anytime a kid comes by, just offer them some of your popcorn. That way the fam the parents know you're friendly and you don't mean any harm. So I think as long as you follow those steps, you should be good. <laughs> Mr. Dave, that is absolutely the worst advice I've ever heard. I could barely say it with a straight face. <laughs> and as a result, that makes you the winner. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the backwards pause and play. This is like that time when I wasn't even in this in the final two and I still won. Oh, that, that is correct, yes. Of the, the pause and play is oh. past. Uh, you were eliminated right off the bat and you still somehow <laughs> won in the end. Twist. It's almost like it was rigged. Th right. This game rigged? No way. <laughs> Shocking. I know it. All right. Well, Mr. Dave, that means you get your very own little soapbox uh, so you can jump on up and rant a little if you want to. I, uh, I actually I had another bit I was going to do. I actually had a box for my bar of soap I was going to like read off of, but I'm too lazy to go get it now. So, um, so I have seen a lot of stuff on the chatter recently of people dismissing movies based on the views of the directors or the way the movie is portrayed, um, whether it's not PC enough or anything. But I think that's really important to be able to separate the art from the artist and give any movie a shot for what it is and not what the artist thinks or does. While some directors may wrongly influence their movies with their viewpoints, I think that's a determination that should be made after you watch it um, and not just blindly assuming that somebody influenced a movie in one way just because of something they've done in their past. So, long story short, give any movie a shot. Don't just, you know, push it off to the side for any reason, whether it be who's in the movie, the genre of movie, or anything. Just give any movie a shot. If it's not for you, turn it off, walk away. Don't watch it again, don't recommend it. But definitely give everything a shot because there is a lot of great stuff out there that people are missing out on based off of first impressions. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so if you guys haven't seen Freddy Got Fingered, I'd go ahead and give that a shot. That's uh, Tom Green's <laughs> epic. Tom Green. Properly rated, by the way. Uh, yes. No, I, I, I mean, I think... No, no, I, 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 I 100% agree. I, I think it's uh, sometimes we... And I think we all can be guilty of it to a certain extent mm-hmm. of uh, having some preconceived notions about something going into it. And and it could be a little unfair. But, I mean, so, it's sometimes it's yeah. sometimes be a little hard not to... Uh, have some expectations about something, but I, I think you're right. Sure. As long as you, you're fair about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, like the the big one for me, which really gets it, is Hacksaw Ridge, with mm-hmm. people not wanting to give it a chance. And this is something. I mean, I guess Greg won't really know about this, but in a league that some of us are in, we had a big discussion on it at one point about there's certain people that didn't want to watch Hacksaw Ridge because of uh, Gibson. Mm, yes, and I said, you know. While Gibson did and said some horrible, horrible stuff, yeah, I try and give him the benefit of the doubt that he is sobered up and changed, like he says he is. And there's still no doubt. There's no doubting he is an incredible director, right? Like he is just extremely talented. And if the Academy was actually willing to move past it and give him a nomination, he must have done a great job with that movie, right? So that's one. I, I mean, I really want to see that at some point. We'll get to it, but that's yeah. one I think a lot of people are dismissing just because it's Mel Gibson. And while I can understand it, I think, you know, you're missing on an incredible movie from the sound of it. Yeah, I understand that. Makes sense. Cool. You guys have any more thoughts on it? Or are we better about ready to roll the end credits here? I'm good. All right. I'm good. Well, let's roll these credits. Uh, any of you guys uh, have anything you want to you wanna plug? You, you want to plug plug yourself? Do you, do, you want, do you want us to follow you on Twitter, Mr. Dave? Um... No, but if you want to follow my uh, my achievements on Xbox Live, uh, you can add me at Mr. X Dave, and uh, you can see what I'm doing out there. Awesome, Napalm. What about you? Uh, me and me undies. If you're looking for another uh, you know, model, I'm I'm here. Me undies, the unofficial sponsor of Mr. Dave. Garbera, what about you, man? I'm gonna send you this pop figurine of Deadpool just just so you can say you have one, and you know it's kind of sorry. Oh, that's that's one of those uh, the Funko. It's a pop Funko final that yeah, I just Funko learned about. Uh... Yeah. I only have one, but it's the one I really wanted when it came out. So. <laughs> right, well, I'll be... I was kind of surprised you never heard of them. I see them everywhere, but well, then again, I work in retail, so I see them a lot. Of I, I suppose I, I have seen them. I just didn't know what they were called. So I think I, I think it was Mr. De- Dave. I think I was having a conversation with you, and you said you'd ordered some, and I was like, "What's a Funko yeah. Pop?" I, I, I like thought it was like some sort of like frozen. Um, some sort of like frozen. Uh, 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 what, what, what am I looking for here? Popsicle. Pops- that, that, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. That was the first thing that popped to mind. It was like, yeah, popsicles are nice. Uh, it was winter. A nice dead bull popsicle. <laughs> cool. I missed the end of your me undies thing, but we're here. Uh, officially <laughs> sponsored. <laughs> Again, Mr. Dave, them, unofficially sponsored. Rather see the hat. <laughs> yes, Mr. Dave rocking the me undies hat. And again, unofficially sponsored. All right, guys. Uh, I think we're done. So thank all three of you for being on, Mr. Dave, Smell of Napalm, Garbera Redemption. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Audience, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it as much uh, as as we did. We'll see you next week. Later, FML.